This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppyseconds.pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some stuff with sloppy seconds? You stupid little fucks, you nice little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Your titties look amazing today, Dipper. Welcome to Big Dipper Meatball Sloppy Seconds. Look at them sitting right in that under armor. You can't even see my titties, Yeah, I can. I can see right under them. They look perky. You been doing push Oh! No. He was just... I haven't been doing anything. I am a bag of garbage these days. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just a bag of garbage. Just a noble um, bag of garbage. Do you know what I think is interesting? I shout out to people who listen to the show. I'm very grateful that, like, a lot of my friends, like people who are my friends from real life, listen to our show. Oh. <laughs> Who? Do you have that experience? <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny when you're like when I try to start telling someone a story and they're like, "No, we already heard I it." Heard and that I'm on like, "Your very public podcast." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, but then don't listen to it because I have nothing to talk about." Then. Right, that's it. The <laughs> life is over after. If you listen to this podcast, don't call me on the phone. Uh, uh-uh, this is all you got. <laughs> but it is. It is like very nice. I literally. Um, called my friend today and he was like, well, I was just listening to Sloppy Seconds and now you're on the phone with me. So I'm having, it's just the same experience right now. Well, it, there's not me trying to derail the conversation in the background, you know? Well, <laughs> it's not exactly you know, the same experience. You know? So I'm, you know? in, I'm in Chile this morning. Ooh, wait, like why this morning? Well, okay. So I've had this experience a few times today. I bought the ingredients a couple. You made chili ago. numerous times today. No, I'm. Go- <laughs> you know how I tell a story, right? I I qualify the story and then I go back eight <laughs> steps before the action that I'm actually going to talk about, and I give you all the you detail. Paint a picture. You yes, paint a picture, right. and it's a beautiful picture. So this you're the Bob Ross of storytelling. Why? Thank you so much. This happened to me a few times this week. I'd been working all day and i was like oh i'm gonna make the chicken thing or i'm gonna make the chili or i'm gonna do the thing that i had thought earlier in the day that's what i'm gonna cook for dinner mm-hmm. and then diva i like i i finish up an email and i go let me just sit on this couch it's 5 30 this is the time when i have my second cup of coffee to make sure i can stay up through the rest of the evening <laughs> 5 30 yeah girl start the day and then you have the afternoon early evening cup of coffee but then what time do you go to sleep now 11 or 12 and then i get up at seven 
Eight hours. Enough ah. sleep. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Nope. Don't, don't, you was that it? Nope. That ah. wasn't it, Ma. So, ah. so twice, twice this week, I had plans to cook. And one week, I was like, nope. And I just ate chips for dinner. And then the other night, I ordered Thai food. And I was like... Bitch, I bought the things at the grocery store specifically for the cooking experience, and I didn't even let myself do it. So this morning when I woke up, I said, you're making the chili now. And so at like 11 a.m., I made chili, and I'm going to have it for dinner tonight. That's smart. You know, that's like really setting yourself up for success. Yeah, because when I feel like, oh, God, I don't have the energy to spend even 15 minutes preparing something, it's like, bitch, you did. It's already done. It's waiting for you. Oh, maybe I should try that because right around now is when I'm like, oh, I'm going to start another, like, 6 o'clock at night. It's 6 o'clock. It's a Tuesday episode. That's correct. It's when I usually start, like, an evening time project that'll be three hours long. Uh That looks like iced tea. Yeah, it's caffeine right now, baby. Ooh. I, 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 You're drinking well, a I'm handle having... of Tito's. No, I poured it into my LaCroix. Uh, into the can. wrong, but sure. LaCroix? Mm-hmm. I poured it into my can. I'm having some Tito's. I got a free gift bag from Redline. And if you live in Los Angeles and donate 50 or $100, you mm. get a free gift bag, which the $100 one comes with Tito's. And... This hand cream that has THC in it, and I'm thinking about eating it. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> Would you like? Because spre- I was like, "What is it going to do on the outside of my body?" Would you spread it on toast? Uh, I didn't even think about putting it on like a receptacle. I literally was just going to open my mouth and squirt it in. Oh, like cheese whiz, but it's yeah. THC body lotion, body cream, baby. The list of things that I want to do to my body that are services provided by other people is very long. Okay. I want to get a haircut. I want to get a facial where they like peel. Oh my God. I get so caught up in those videos on Instagram where they're like green tea wax peel. And then, How different can all of these different things be on your skin? All you're doing is just like pulling very hard on your pores, I'm assuming? I have no idea. I am so... Uh, like, here, if you listen to the show and you are an esthetician who can like talk about skincare... Ooh, esthetician! I would like to talk to you on the podcast because I don't know. All I know is they must get the people with the most busted skin to shoot these videos because when they go zoom in and they're peeling off the skin around the nose and it's like... It looks like a forest, like of yeah, trees are being lifted up. Out. And every but, okay, time, so I'll tell you that that black charcoal mask that was super popular on Instagram that everyone was buying and using, I bought one from Instagram because I mm-hmm. fell for the trick. I would put it on my face to like do that amazing peel thing. It would sit on my face for an hour and never dry. Like it would never get to the point where you could peel it off because you have oily skin. I just. I just don't I, think it was a product that worked. I don't I'm think not it was reading my you. Skin. I'm saying I'm because you got oily skin. No, because that's a, that's the other thing. Is like, do you know what kind of skin you have? I do. I have combination oily and dry. <laughs> I'm very oily in my T zone, like extremely oily, and then like on my cheeks and where my beard grow in, it gets really dry. So and maybe I get a lot of ingrown. Maybe it couldn't dry, but for me, I'm like I've done that kind of a mask once or twice before, and when I pull it off. 
it is not that satisfying. It is not like a bunch of pores. Like I want this. Is, I said this to my friend on the phone today and it made him laugh. So I'm going to say it again here on the oh, record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, I want to get that kind of visual when when they peel all that shit away from my skin, I can breathe through my cheeks. Like I want to be able to just You like, made us wait for that. <laughs> you didn't think that was funny? No, I want a facial that's so good. Wait, I want to. I want to be like have to go into hiding for a week. Like I want my skin to be so new and baby fresh that it like can't see sunlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't know about it. Like, do you? Do you want to be vulnerable on the show? About what? Do, <laughs> you said depends. Depends. It, it's about your depends. Um, no. Do you? Wash- I do wear them. I shit myself. <laughs> Can you imagine making like like a like a like a boss bitch club track but it's all about like yes I do shit myself <laughs> <laughs> I shit in my diaper don't come and ask me you know what I mean Yeah Would Well I like do dress that? up like a baby a lot honey Okay but my question was do you wash my ass your face Yeah specifically not yes. just like when you're showering and you're like oh there's soap here i guess i'll wash yes my face. i do i have this mask that i got that um miss monique hart told me to get oh! and it's some sort of weird clay and then you mix it with apple cider vinegar and like a little bit of turmeric because the turmeric will like stain your skin yellow and for my skin that looks great because it's like a little bit of a highlight. Anyway, and then um you I put that mask on, I'll wash that off, and then I have like a series of like scrubs that I do in the shower. And then I have like a retinol cream that I put on and a moisturizing cream. And sometimes I'll do a sheet mask. Oh my god. I have But no also idea when I was doing drag, that. I mm. was washing my face a lot more and I feel like I didn't need to do as much shit to it. My skin was better when I was, like, constantly getting makeup off and putting creams on it. And now I have to, like, remember to do it every once in a while. Well, if you live in L.A. and you have a recommendation on someone to do a facial exercise to me who is dressed up like a brain surgeon so they're protected while I don't have a mask on while they're doing facial Yeah, or we could do it outside in my backyard in the the little garage. Yeah, we could do it together. We'll make a video. I shit in my diaper. Don't come and ask me to use the facilities because that makes me aggy. It's time for Candy Muse News. And in this week's Candy Muse News, we're going to talk about Olivia Lux wearing a similar wig to the one that Candy had previously worn. Now, I still haven't seen this episode, but I put two and two together from social media. Why would you do that? She, I mean, she didn't borrow Candy's wig. She had the same wig. What's actually funny about but the whole thing? But she saw Candy wear it. Throw it in the trash. The, let me say the funny thing, faggot. <laughs> I think it's funny that the one that Olivia Lux was wearing is by the person, was created by the wig stylist that Candy Muse copied. Like, she took that photo and said, make this wig to someone else, and then she wore it first, and then the person who actually invented that look, or not invented it, but, like, made the one that she was using. Anyway, I think that's funny. Why do would you... she do it? I think a lot of people are coming for her and saying, like, you have other outfits, like, do, like, um... Or got, other hair. Got, 
Well, I know, but people are complaining about the fact that this is the second time it's happened because after Simone wore the wrestling outfit, she wore uh, the wrestling outfit. But and people are saying, well, Got Mick had another train outfit. Like, why doesn't why doesn't Olivia come more prepared or wear something else? And I think it's because if you've spent all this money on a look for a specific runway, you don't want to use something else and then it that is made specifically for a different runway and then have to be scattered the whole rest of the season. But the hair, the hair, hair, I understand. The hair, I understand. But also, maybe in her mind, she was like, "Well, I already got away with this little like once, and they didn't say anything." Girl, I don't know. I mean, she is so charming and has that beautiful smile. But girl, I don't. Know. Also, in other news, this is a Tina Burner Stan account. That's a lot of ice in that coffee. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's get Tina Burner to 100K on Instagram. Go give her a follow. She deserves it. Goodbye. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Okay, we are back. And how much Tina? How much Tina have you burnt? We all want to know. I looked for that. That was her reads were so funny because they it was not typical reading. It was just her being like, tell me this. Girl, I feel like that that we've talked about that before, but that is challenging. Oh yeah. A reading challenge is hard, but also like we've also talked about this before. I'm this is not about to be a drag race podcast by no, any means. I but when you go into that, that I know I'm almost this is the last thing I'm gonna say, but when you go in, why don't you contact a couple of funny writers or people that you know and just say, give me a 12 solid reads that are for a fatty. Give me one that's for a a speech impediment. Give me one. You know, just like, just, you don't know who's there, but you could switch them around. Right, exactly. I feel like, I feel like a lot of us are, feel confident that we can be shady in conversation. You know, like you and I do it to each other all the time, where Mm -hmm. when you have a relationship with someone and then you're talking and someone says something, you see the in, you see the the opening for the joke. So you take it. But being like put on the spot, it's like read each girl down the line. It's like you can't really do that off the top of your head. You have to have some in your back pocket. Would you repeat an outfit? I don't think so. I have like when when the stakes have been incredibly low i have like done huge things to to like not dress like like i've been like out of town doing a club gig at a gay bar and uh in a drag queen rotation and i'm doing live music and i've seen the queen go out and be like wearing something that was like similar to what i have and i like go back and change in my suitcase unless I literally have nothing else or I'll take off the one layer that matches them. I, you know, if I've already given my music to the DJ and, you know, back when I was performing all the time, if a new song would come out, I would often perform over the instrumental of it. Yeah. Like I would take a verse and perform over fifth harmony work or like boss ass bitch or whatever. And if someone else did a song like that, I would, even if the DJ already had my music, I would be like, we're cutting that. And oftentimes they wouldn't ask because they always think that I'm just, you know, bringing original shit. How do you feel about movies premiering on streaming services for 20 whole dollars? Thoughts? They have to make their money back. I hear that. And they have to make their money back. I don't think that this... I I don't know. If Maybe you if, and Michael were to go to the movie theater, you'd each spend $15 on a ticket. You'd get mm-hmm. your popcorn and your soda and your milk duds, and you'd probably have to pay for parking. So to spend $20 and the two of you both get to watch it doesn't feel crazy, but it does feel wild to like click a button and your credit card and is charged $20 you get and it. then you have three days to watch a movie. Oh, you don't get to keep it? It's a rental. Oh, no. I Then I don't agree with that. I feel like once you pay 20 here's what they should do is just be like across the board. Oh, they did this. Netflix raised the price across the board for everybody. 
Right. Well, Netflix doesn't have this option, but like HBO Max does, Amazon Prime. So why don't they like, just raise the, why don't they give you the option and say, hey, if you ever want to watch real movies, then upgrade, pay a dollar extra. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I mean, that is person. an option. Remember with Mulan. I don't like it. With Mulan, with Mulan it, was it was expensive. $30. $30. But now you can just watch it. And, and you know what I'm going to say? I thought it was bad. I You've thought Mulan was bad. Yeah, I watched it. PJ, this one's for PJ. This is for a friend I, I know. PJ said she watched it three times and it made what? her cry. Huh? I thought it was a bad movie. The sets looked bad. It looked like a Disney TV show. I don't want that from Mulan. The amount, your posture is like, you're like so poised and you're like jutting your neck out while you're uh, doing this. I'm mad. I'm well, mad I gotta, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I got to talk straight into this mic. Well, that's why I got to the new stand, Diva. You can Yay. Um, okay. So you sent me a little, what? Are you going to say? I sent you a voicemail. From and you also have a some other ones that I sent you previously. This one we just got. I just listened to it. It made me horny. Please play it. <gasps> it's all, just his voice is so sexy. He's from um out of town. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's from overseas. So he sent a voice memo. He's from out of town. Out of town. Hi, Davis. Oh. So I have a short story for you. A couple of months ago, I was on a date with this guy. Um, he's a couple of years older than me and uh, super cute. Let's pause for a moment. We're out of time. Are you, think you this... hard? Because <laughs> you can hear every every like saliva moment in his mouth. What are you talking about? Am I he's a, he says, hi, Divas. I hope this works from your European listener. Oh, our one European listener. <laughs> Where out of town do you think he is based on the accent? Germany? It seems a little German. Berlin? Or like 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 Switzerland? Uh, like um, Stockholm? Sweden? Ooh, it feels a little Swedish. You know I'm not great with the, with the naming Geography? of locations. Yeah, what? I can't even say it. Places and locations. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not, I'm not great with, with places. places and locations. And the Americas and such as the Iran. Play the rest Iraq. of this message. So I'm ready to get off. After this first date, we later decided that I should go over to his place to spend a free week that I had. And uh, and I know that this could go wrong, but he was really nice. So I decided, I decided to go there. And I'm irrational, but, but uh, I'm still alive. So anyways... <laughs> Which is Anyways, basically no. all of our stories. Just It's irrational, but I stayed. And I'm still alive. And I'm still alive. You think he's playing with his meat while he's talking to us? I I hope so. There, it's like big old uncut. From here, and we had a good time. We did all kinds of wintry things like uh, skiing and sex, of course. All sorts of wintry things, like skiing and sex, of course. That's not a wintry thing. Anyways, uh, so one night, uh, my day it was feeling horny, and I was almost asleep, and uh, he wanted some action. He asked me if uh, 
I could eat his ass, and uh, well, that's my favorite thing. So, of oh, course, I said yes. Um, he quickly went to douche, and he came back and sat on my face, and I was like lying on the bed, still very sleepy, uh-huh. and uh, it was hot. He was sucking my dick, and I was eating his ass, and. Uh, Ah, uh, the classic. Well, um, I'm kind of... Ariana Grande would call that. 30 for 35! Good doing that. And uh, I have rather a big and well-trained tongue that goes into the rim. <gasps> I didn't listen to this all the way through beforehand, so that was my first time. Hearing him describe his tongue. Oh, I have a rather big and well-trained tongue that goes into the rim. I wonder when he's coming back into town. You know what I mean? And my rimming was feeling so good that his inside relaxed and he kind of like pushed outwards. And um, then my mouth got full of douche weather. Not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted for you. Now, now all those mouth noises are dirty to me. And I'm just thinking, is this Setter Gene from Holland's Drag Race? Oh, I, I wish. A mouthful of douche water, meatball. And, not for uh, the douche water. For Setter Gene, she's a hottie out of drag, and an so old lady that in drag me up really well. Uh, so I went to the toilet to rinse my mouth, and I got back there. And this time I just fucked him. Oh. Anyways, the moral of the story is that the, though someone might push a mouthful of douche water in your mouth, it's not the end of the world, and that's just a small accident. I'm still seeing him, and recently he came over to my place for a week, which was nice, and I think we're going to see each other again, although the distance is kind of making things hard. Oh, yeah, that'll make stuff... Oh, did it it end? No, I was just letting you... I was was just going to talk over and be like, yeah, that'll make stuff hard, because it went from being a story, and then it had a moral, and now he's just letting us know what's up. Corona is not that bad in this country. Anyways, thanks for everything, Dipper and Meatball. You're the best. See, we've talked about like something like that happening before, like on someone's body, but not in their mouth. Girl, not in the mouth. I would be done for. It would be over. Douche water in the mouth? That's too much. That's too much. Don't give me too much. Girl. Girl. Now, what were you saying earlier about thongs? I don't get it i don't have you ever worn a thong yes a long time ago i wore a thong (laughs) um for like a day thinking that like i thought it would make me feel sexy and then it didn't it just was like really not sexy for me do you know what i mean like i thought having the string up my butt would be like ooh, yeah but it was more just like really uh not great to me, I like it when I don't have to do anything or go anywhere. Mm. Like, and the same thing with a cock ring. Like, I like to do the cock ring when it's, like, time to 
have the cock ring. I'm Do like, you jerk off with the cock ring on? No. Like, to me, I'm like, the cock ring is presentational. It doesn't do anything for me. You know, there are people who walk around wearing a cock ring all day long. There are people who walk around wearing a thong all day long, wearing panties all day long. They like that feeling. They wear the jock all day long. I'm like, when I'm out in the world, I am functional. I'm not going to wear oh. a cock ring because if it catches the wrong way, all of a sudden your balls are like, Ugh. and I also, I need to wear underwear that goes all the way down my thighs. Yeah. Cause your, your little stumps, they rub together. You don't want to start no fire. Uh-uh. Oh, wait right. burn. Um, We're going to take a break and be right back. Oh, already. You guys. You guys. Do you ever just want to take a vacation? Have you ever taken a vacation? Yeah. Yeah, my last vacation, I missed it. I miss it. It was in Hawaii. I went to Hawaii. Oh. Or you got my suitcases when oh. I landed from the UK, and I handed them to you and your sister, and I was a bitch, and then I got on a flight to Hawaii oh after God. going back through... What was it? Security or whatever? I had to like. Well, you had to go through. You had to go through customs, customs and security, and they had to go through all my shit, and then, and then I gave it to, to you. you flying domestic. Now I have like for me, um, flying or uh, vacation is like it's a unique experience for me because I I grew up. My family vacations were always like in the car, like driving around in like the mm-hmm. Ford Taurus. We had the old station wagon with the flip down seat in the back, so you could the little kids could sit in the back and like look out the back of the car. Oh, which honey? That seems that so dangerous. Not safe for a rear no, ending mama. moment. If you want to kill your kids, you're like y'all are in the way back. Yeah, <laughs> and then you do a lot of stop checks. On everybody just because you're trying to get the insurance from you're killing your kids? Well, and you know how, like, in the regular back seat on either side, they do have the seatbelt that, like, is across the chest? Yeah. In that way back, girl, she was a flip-up and a little around the uh, left. Oh, yeah! And we oh, used my to goodness. love to sit back there. Well, because it, I, I think it I tried separate. it once or twice. It felt separate and cool because you were riding backwards. But I think it would always give me... um. Like motion sickness. It was sort of hectic. And then we would do dumb shit where we would like wave, you know, or try to like, you know, wave at drivers and like catch people picking their nose. But I'm like, girl, if that was the case right now, I feel like a lot of kids were probably traumatized from that because like, who knows what the adults were doing back to them, you know, through the window. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. It could have been so awful. I also think about like before that remember when cars didn't i mean i don't remember this but cars didn't have seatbelts. what were we doing i I don't remember that either that was in the 30s but oh i thought that was your when i thought al gore invented seatbelts. i am four years older than you i don't know when the seatbelts came around (laughs) but what i will tell you is that when my family would go on vacations we would also do driving vacations and we had that shitty toyota minivan that looked like I don't even. I but just, it had like the, yes, the point. It's just it came to the a point. point front, and it's yes. not aerodynamic. It doesn't make any sense. But my parents got like a little tiny TV with a VHS player of in it. Of course they did. And stuck it in the glove compartment thing, and we would just watch Forrest Gump on loop. Like that was the only oh. movie that we had. 
Forrest Gump, girl. And I think that's why I love shrimp. You know what? <laughs> what all the different kinds of shrimp. You know what? I think I recently watched the beginning of Forrest Gump, and I didn't realize that Sally Field playing Forrest Gump's mother, she fucks the doctor in the beginning to like get him better health care for his like. Yes, legs. she did whatever she had to do, honey. Uh, what I was thinking about vacations is that I grew up doing those very, like, you drive somewhere vacation, you camp as the family. There was always, like, an activity. It wasn't, like, let's fly somewhere and just, like, hang out for the week or, like, mm. go on a boat or whatever. And so as I got to an adult place where, like, I could potentially plan my own vacation, I never did because I was always working. But a lot of my work was, like, traveling or, like, going to, like, you know, one of the last gigs I did – was the Bear Week in Key West or like oh, yeah. the Bear Week in uh, Provincetown or like, you know, anytime I've traveled internationally, like toured in Australia, like I would turn those into vacations, but those are always work. And so something I have literally never done, which I feel like I want to do now more than ever because we've all been stuck at home. And like, you know, I've been working a lot on podcast stuff is like go to a place where the point is not to work and just relax. Yes. What would that be like, bitch? I don't think you could do it. I I think even if you went to a place to relax, you would overschedule yourself there. You'd be like, I got snorkeling at 4. At 4.30, I got swimming Honey, with the dolphins. if it's an all-inclusive passage, I'm getting my full inclusiveness. Alan Chuck, honey, get you that vacation. I We heard some crazy shit about Alan Chuck. What? Scammy. I feel like we should do a deep dive on the what was and now isn't the Alan Chuck dot travel business. What did they do? Well, because I heard that they, you know, they had their business, they had their website, and I, I believe this is okay. Disclaimer: What I'm about to say is a hundred percent made up. Allegedly, no, none of this is real. It was my Listen, impression. I got a free lawyer right now. We could say whatever we want. <laughs> my impression is they were travel agents and they did really well at like booking gay trips. Mm-hmm. And like as their clientele built up, they were able to do like package deals or like cruises and like whatever. And so then they were able to package with, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race and shit like that. Because it was my understanding is anytime you went on like an Alan Chuck cruise, it wasn't the whole boat. It no, was just a it was block just a, of tickets. Yes. So they never like ran like a full like cruise. they never had a resort or like owned a cruise ship. It was like they were just buying out blocks of tickets for things. So they essentially were like promoters and travel agents. Oh. And so I think they just got to a point where people were like, Oh, well, we can just buy our own shit online or whatever. Because you know, travel agents used to be a full ass job. Yeah. But or but then you had it to became like call yeah. the airline. But then people were probably just like, "Oh, it's that cruise ship." Okay, well, I'll book it directly through that cruise right. ship and go hang out with my gay friends for less. And so then I think they tried to produce shows, maybe with some of the Drag Race girls. Literally, I have no idea. I'm making this all up. And now I think they don't do anything. Someone sent us a DM that like, you know, like now they don't even run a business. They just like have jobs. Like they sort of like had this Wait, thing were they and the, now okay. they just have jobs. Do you remember, I think it was early in the pandemic or maybe right before the pandemic, there was like a big televised roast with all the drag queens. 
They uh, at Madison Square Garden. It was Murray and Peter. It was Hayden. Oh, they did it at Madison Square Garden, oh. and they uh, they streamed it on Hulu. I think it was it was early, It must have been in like January. I think it was early in the year. Of I just remember that I thought that was a pandemic thing, but I do just remember like pans of the audience being empty and like the jokes. No, being don't bad. be like that. Okay, let me look it up. Haters Why don't you look raw. it up? Ooh, that no, was July 26th. It wasn't during the pandemic. It was July 26th of 2020. What a wild time. Do you feel... I feel like what is even happening? No, July 26th of 2019. What? Because it wasn't 2020 because 2020 is the lost year. Nothing happened this summer. So it was last summer. It was that last must have July. been right around when when DragCon was getting canceled. Girl, do you feel crazy these days? Yeah, I really do. I don't know what. Do you remember CeeLo Green? Do I look like him right now? No, I just oh. said crazy, and then it made me think of. No, but I will say I feel very str- time feels strange. Do you feel like? One task takes you, like, so much energy mentally now? I feel... Yes and no. I feel I feel like I have an on-off switch when it comes to productivity. And uh, I feel like if, if the switch is on, I feel like the meme of that um, woman who might be high on meth checking people into a hotel. <laughs> I would collect my keys, but I don't want to fuck up the street. That is how I feel. Like sometimes, like I'll like start a Zoom call for a thing, and I'm like finishing an email and sending a text while I'm doing the thing, and then I've got like something in the frying pan, and I I feel like, a, and then it's like the moment I sort of slow down and I go sit on the couch, bitch. Nothing can get me up off that couch. So nothing I feel can, like and nothing will. So Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Do you want me to swing by, and drop off something for you? Because I'll be alone. Yeah. And I'll be trying to get out of the house. I want a massage. I think I'm going to roll on this roller I have and see if my back cracks. Why don't you get someone in a hazmat suit to come over and lube you up? I might I might see about um, getting a chiropractor as a Valentine's Day for myself. Like someone to... You've been talking about it for so long. You should part just of get me it goes, I don't. Crack. Part of me wants to not do it because I love so much satisfaction from watching chiropractic videos. But I'm like, I could still get that satisfaction even if I watched. It would be your own body. It would feel so good. I told you. Did I ever tell you about the one time I went and got chiropractically? Well, not the one time, but the most recent time I went downtown to a place because it was like $100 and you get two crickety cracks. And I was feeling great. That is not how you should sell a chiropractic visit. We'll crack you twice for $100. Well, no, I had to do the full x-ray. Like it was, I had to get x-rayed by him. We had to do this whole thing. But anyway. No, absolutely not. He was also rude. He was like, I feel like a lot of your back problems probably come from your weight. And I was like, yeah, I didn't course. ask. Yeah, I was like, uh, duh. <laughs> duh. I didn't need to hear it. <laughs> you think I didn't end in that Just pet? get back there and crack it so my fat belly can work on my lower spine later. But I was feeling great. I walked out. I got on a fucking lime scooter. Okay, and no, but I was riding at home, just hitting those bumps, like <laughs> oh, compressing my spine again. I got home, I didn't feel any better. <laughs> oh my god! 
Should have just walked. But you know when I'm on those scooters, I can't help but do a jump. Honey. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I have no idea what this is. and let's We might say- have to re-record this. And when I mention that I don't like seeing men in thongs, that sound uh, when I don't like seeing people in thongs, it's not like the fancy lacy thongs. That's fine. It's these little tiny thin like spandex two way stretch thongs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have like literally ten of them. Are yours the ones that just? It, they just seem like they're just gross to me. I you you're clearly looking at a photo of something. And reacting to it. So you have to, like, what picture are you looking at? Say their name. I just, I'm not saying any names. I'm just saying just I don't. Just say their name, we'll bleep it. I'm not going to say their name. RuPaul. Show me the phone. Well, I swiped. You know who it was. Let me see the face. I don't know that person at all. Is your phone screen cracked? No, that's his mirror. Oh, I don't know that person at all. And Meatball, I literally just picked up a bat. Here, hold on one second. <laughs> I have nothing here while he's gone. I Play some uh, political music. I have nothing against thongs. I think thongs of all sizes are wonderful. I don't care who's wearing a thong. I love a thong. I, they're not for me. But what I will say is <laughs> those four-way stretch spandex thongs don't look like they're made to hold the weight of of anything they're thin i can see the full outline which is fine now what am i see that's not the same material though see because that has a last has an elastic waistband that's different that's two materials you have an elastic waistband there seems that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about these these they they might as well be made out of jersey. Oh, that one might be. No, see that one still has too much too much strength. Ew, why am I looking at your thongs? That one's inside out. Whose are these? The I just got a bunch of these made because I want them to be like flesh colored so that when I perform, I can wear these as like modesty panels like underneath all the yeah. costumes because the only ones I have are like Black, black or gray yeah. or like like brightly colored because that's normally how they make See, it everywhere. And I wanted some nude ones to really give. Here's the what I'm talking about. This is not. This is two pieces of a spandex sewn together into a thong. Those had elastic. These are. I'm talking thin spandex. I wouldn't even trust it for a leotard. Why don't you make a YouTube video about it? Maybe I will. All right. Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. We will see you on Friday with our very fun guest. She's soft and supple. Who is it? You know. Who? Oh, we got the Gap! The Gizap. Do you remember when people did that? I used to steal from the Gap. (laughs) Oh, you mean Gizap? I used to fall into the Gap. Uh Uh-huh. Because of the... They call me Mellow it's Yellow. Yellow. I think Rashida Jones was in that commercial. I wouldn't be surprised. She's been a model from the jump. Nepotism. Th- that's true, except she uh, holds up. She do. She do. 
Well, this has been a wonderful time. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Now, goodbye. Oh, you can Hi. follow us on Instagram at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. No. Sloppy pod. Let's end this. doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.